0: to get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash loss. Hello,
2: everyone, and welcome to Smashbox TV's podcast 434's
3: After Show. <laughs> uh, I got RSV.
2: Uh, no, I don't. All right. Welcome in, everyone. This is the Smashbox TV After Show. All bets are off. We may or may not speak
3: of disc golf-related topics. Oh, we're going to talk some disc golf topics.
2: Uh, Maybe we have a few of them. And um, we love to especially hear from you in the YouTube chat, as that sometimes helps drive this bus during the after show. However, not required. If you don't give us good stuff in there, we'll make up other dumb stuff to talk
3: about. I was sent some information, or actually not information. Mm. I was sent maybe some questions about the upcoming AltaWorld article regarding fandom. Now, we saw one come out just recently that kind of had a general listing of the players, where they rate as far as fandom, who's people's favorite player, general rank. But I think they're getting more detailed in this next thing. Cause I, I believe there were a lot of questions that were asked. Um, did we talk about the fandom survey last? I time? don't think we did. Cause I feel yeah. like it came out maybe right after, maybe it came out Wednesday. E- possibly. Nah, we'll go know. with that. Was there anything that surprised you in there? Um, not like really out, out, crazy out of the ordinary. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think, and I think this part of the survey that they're going to release is a little bit, I don't want to say more media centric, but I think it does have some media questions in it. Um, for instance, you know, how do you primarily watch disc golf? Is it mostly live in some post, mostly post and some live, only one or the other? um and there's there's a few other questions in here that uh Jesse Wise, I think I think I'm pronouncing your name right, could be Weese, Weezy, W E I S Z, who I believe is one of the authors. Or the author, maybe he's the solo author, sent us just asking maybe you know if, if we give if if we have thoughts, we have thoughts, Terry mm. um, is this on record this is this is going to be on record it's on the podcast um one of the questions that was that was asked of the general public and now this went out a few months ago, I believe two months ago or so is when the survey okay. was released on a scale of one to ten. What do you think of the Disc Golf Pro Tour? Where do you think that number will fall? Ish. That's so tough. That's the point, Terry. No, but like... No, that's the point, Terry. There's a million ways to interpret that. That's the point, Terry. That question. That's the point, Terry. In general, though, if, if you have widely gaping complete yes. like overall arching
2: perspective you feel that about i can interpret a
0: hundred different ways yeah i mean
3: yeah that's that's the whole point like i mean
2: what? i'm going to assume it's gonna come back do you,
3: do you feel people have a general feeling of positivity or negativity to the pro tour I, I, again, um, without
2: anything specific in question, I would assume it's going to be largely positive. So what's that
3: number? Six? Seven? Because I, I think, because the follow-up question is, how do you feel about the PDGA? And again, there's a thousand things to feel about the PDGA, mm-hmm. but this is a general stick your toe in the water. My... Here, and this isn't representative of my personal thoughts, but looking out at the temperature of the people, I kind of feel like, well, I'll ask you this first. Who gets who's higher, DGPT or PDGA? I think, given
2: the recency, which is what we're, people will go off of. Remember,
3: we're talking two months ago is when the survey came out. I. Ish. Uh, I feel like the
2: DGPT in that case will get, um,
3: will have a higher overall score. Agreed, I'm with you. I had said that Whether I think the DGPT will yeah. probably score around seven and a half to eight, and that the PDJ will probably be closer to six and a half. That's that's my general. You think I am
2: close? Do you... I have no idea? Because I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know who's who's reading Alta World, like as in who their fan base is. Well, if I mean, they are is, PDGA are pe- members, are well, they not PDGA members? I think how serious a of a disc golfer are they? How do you finding Alta World? Alta a, World's yeah. survey in the first place. It's going like out, that's that, disc, that's only yeah. found by certain people. True. I mean, That's like saying, you know, our, who's, watching, uh, who's watching the first round next year of, of, a, of a new silver event on the tour? Like Joe Schmo, fresh into disc golf, barely even knows what disc golf is, isn't finding round one FPO coverage of the silver such-and-such first-time event uh, on a Thursday. They're not finding it. I, I understand that, and I agree with that. Um, it's just a very different viewer base than
3: final round on Sunday at the USDGc. Like, well, just- here's 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 my assumption: the Ultra World survey is going out to people who are truly plugged into disc golf. Okay. Yep. Be- because if if you're following, I'm a, the only way you're probably finding out about the survey in general is if you're either an Ultra World subscriber or if you follow them on the socials. And I think that is probably your more plugged in person for. Whichever way you want to look at it, just someone mm-hmm. who is involved in the sport.
0: With those
3: criteria, d- does that change your idea at all? Does it, does it change how people, are, do you think, feel about the PDG? Do you think people who are more plugged in? Yeah,
2: it does. I feel like the, the base of responses is largely differing dip- depending on... Uh, obviously their their familiarity with the sport, their mm-hmm. longevity, their their sure. commitment to it, those are all very different things. And I right, wrong, or indifferent, I think I, I I need to put it on my my headstone that uh so many things that go on in disc golf are largely um I don't misunderstood sounds a little generic, but kind of like are largely unknown or misunderstood. And I and I know that could be said of a lot of things, but just So so many people have no clue. Like, well, no clue what's really I, going on, and then that's what drives the narrative. It and does. And drives their fury and frustration or or on, likely, likeliness or otherwise. On both yeah. sides. Because
3: I, I made my feelings clear last week about my, my stance on the recent PDGA announcements. Um, but I've been having discussions with people who do agree with me on my stance, but don't necessarily agree with the PDGA and how they got there. Me personally... I tend to go into things with a, a, a slightly more, say, I don't know, positive or optimistic outlook. I give more people the benefit of the doubt. Sheesh, I don't. If, well, I'll, I'll say this. I, I give our PDGA board and the medical committee and the sub-medical committee and sub-committee and sub-sub-subcommittee, whatever. I give them all more benefit of the doubt that 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 they went in with an open mind. I don't necessarily think a lot of, not a lot, I don't necessarily think all people do. and. I don't know the answer, clearly. This is just my my perspective. But I don't necessarily think that...
0: I don't necessarily think
3: that the survey, even if you're plugged into the sport, that you necessarily agree. And here's my question. Do you think, and we don't know this and we won't have the answer to this, do you think that those numbers are any different today versus they were two months ago? I do really. So, so if in two months ago, I'm going to throw some generics out there because I'm, I'm plugged into a few different groups. Two months ago, I feel like we had a lot of people who were, we'll say, uh, anti-trans athletes, very upset at the PDGA for continuing to allow trans athletes to play. Obviously with last week's announcement, That has flipped. So do you think the PDGA gets a higher score now than they would have two months ago or a lower score now than two months ago? Because we've seen the statistics, I 100% buy the statistics that, you know, there are people who are out there who who are complaining like, oh, the survey and this and that. I think the numbers are the numbers. I don't disagree with what the numbers say. I don't think that, you know, we had 30,000 people answer this survey. I 100% think that the numbers are accurate. That that's kind of the general feeling of how our general community feels. That you know, there was a seventy percent whatever that were that f- fell on the side of um, not including trans athletes. I, I I don't think the numbers are wrong. Um, so knowing that that number, do you think the PDJ would get a higher score today than they would two yeah, months ago? I,
2: I think I think you're kind of answering your own question in that sense. Well, and that's
3: well, that's my question. Or do you think you know? Yeah,
2: I think if you're just going, if you're just following. A reasonable, uh, I don't know, relationship of if the PDGA and I'm just speaking, I don't want to say generically, but if the PDGA had, a, for lack of a better term, an approval rating of X two mm-hmm. months ago, yep. and then they they release and implement a policy change that that aligns with. Seventy to eighty percent of what the people responded with, I think the numbers will then shift to their approval rating, then increasing. Okay, because I, I just I think there's a direct correlation there. Uh, you can make your own judgments or, whether you agree or not, whether that should or shouldn't happen, or whatever. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm just we're saying not, we're not. If you're looking that at, yeah, you know. if you're looking at, you know, the yeah, exactly as I said. Or the, my,
3: my other thought was, do you feel that maybe people who are unhappy with the PDGA? Two months ago, maybe for this subject, are still not going to be happy with the PDGA for something else. Like, do you think there are some people who are just, I mean, there clearly are, but do you think a majority of the people who are unhappy with the PDGA will just find a different reason to be unhappy with the PDGA? I mean that's
2: obviously that's always or, possible. or, 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 yeah, or so you have just your that your, your through and through right now. Uh, I think it was the biggest thing. I think it was the biggest thing which is funny yeah. because it didn't feel like it was it, it, it didn't seem that way when it came to specifically the voting for the board members, but mm-hmm. when put out maybe rephrased and, and regurgitated in a different way uh with the survey the survey seemed to speak loud and clear, at least of the
3: people that replied. Ooh, I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> I defer. Uh, I'm, you may. Um, were you surprised at... Because after we... After our show, they released uh, the information about the board. Who mm. voted which way? Oh, which I honestly I didn't even look at. Yeah, it was a 4-3 vote. Okay. Um, I believe it was uh, Leah... Laura and Conrad Damon, all voting for we'll say inclusion, not restricting the trans athletes. Mm-hmm. The other four board members, and I, I I can't remember who they all are right now, so i I, I don't want to say, but okay. I do know the other four voted against the inclusion. Are you surprised by any of that like do, like do, does it or or better not, not surprised that maybe that's not the right word is like what okay i'll just say what are i'll pull the terry miller what are your thoughts on that i mean (laughs) because that's that's your that's that's one of your interview staples
2: yeah it um yeah i'd like to oh uh i was just gonna say i wonder if if i can because i want to know uh because
3: it was it was it was jeff hungerford uh, obviously Nate Heinold. I forget who the other two people on the board of directors are. You could look up board of directors and it would, it would tell you exactly who's on the board of directors, but it was, it was the other two. It was the other four that, that clearly voted against it. And and I'll say, um, it doesn't shock me because I, I look at it in different ways as I try to do, I try to try to look at it from a bunch of different perspectives that the PDGA board was handed a a rep, a something from the subcommittee that gave their opinion. And the opinion was seven Oh on the subcommittee. And the board then takes that and takes the survey and puts it all together. Um, And on one hand, you can look at it and say, well, if, if the subcommittee and the survey, went one way, how does someone like, we'll say, a Laura or a, or a Conrad Damon or a Leah, how do they vote against that? Like, like, because if, if, if you didn't do the research and someone hands you a paper and says, here are the, what we consider the facts.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Now, again, I'm not, I'm not going to get into the subcommittee stuff. There's a whole other subject. How do you vote against that? Now, me personally, I look at it and say, well, Leah and Laura were some of our newest board members that were elected. And they, Conrad, and Conrad, they ran on. They almost ran on a specific, a specific um, platform. topic platform, which was inclusion. Like that was what some of this was. I don't know necessarily if Conrad did, but I know Laura and and Leah were very much about the inclusion. So they, to me, they did what they were, "quote unquote," elected. To do They came in with that perspective and they stuck with it. So when 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 you get elected for saying something, I give them much respect for following with that. The other members of the board didn't necessarily run on that platform and maybe looked at something a little differently. So I know there there are a lot of ways to look at this. Um, do you have the other names? It was uh, Wilbur Wallace.
2: Yeah. Uh, and, so,
3: all and uh, uh, David Schraff. David Schraff, Thank you. Those are the other names of the people, of particular
2: David schreff who who does not specifically, and that was I know one mm-hmm. conversation piece was, uh, does not have a disc golf background. Um, in fact, is you know from media and advertising and and from some of those uh, particularly He was vice president at Walt Disney Television at one point. President of global marketing and media for the uh, NBA president and ceo COO and board director at marvel entertainment uh so on and so forth i mean the guy's got
3: some quality
2: <laughs> yeah i mean he's he's been around you know a lot of those things for quite some time um obviously he was elected um you know based on all these qualifications so uh and his experience so yeah you've got heinold wallace schraff hungerford uh not N- go I don't know how to pronounce Laura's last name very well. Uh, Synergeny, which is surprisingly
3: easier for me to say. That's why I kept calling her Laura (laughs) and and not trying to pronounce her last name. And Conrad Damon. So Um, anyway, I... Yeah, yeah. So yes, it was announced on who voted which direction.
2: Yeah. um, yeah, I, I mean, as you just said, when you look at uh, whether it was their platform or one of the main reasons or one of the main, uh, I, I hate to call it agenda, but one of their main themes in what they're running on. It is a platform. They, it is yeah, they agenda. all fall within, uh, well, at least specifically Leah and Laura, not yep. so much uh, from Conrad's, from what I could see from um, from at least his description here. Yeah. Um, it, it, it certainly, you know, like you said, it falls within kind of what they ran on and what they were all about. So can you say I'm surprised by that? Not really. Um,
3: it's, and it's funny because
2: we are,
0: a, you know, we are a representative.
3: Sport, you know, we elect these people in order to do what we feel is best. And if I and again, the reason why not I don't say the reason, but one of the reasons why they were elected recently, Laura and, and Leah, was because of this particular Subject, you know, we we saw yeah. people run a, on the opposite side of that that did not make it. Um, so when again, w- when you have a, a a huge portion of the survey results and the medical committee, I, I understand why the other you trust what your medical your subcommittee is going to to give you is is thoroughly investigated it took him 12 months and whatnot you know i I, there's a lot of talk i've I've been back and forth with a few people online that don't like the the i don't say don't like the results of the subcommittee but don't necessarily think it was the best the summation the summation that that it wasn't top-notch and and i can understand that perspective and i don't disagree with them per se but the board trusted the subcommittee to to hand them something and they and they did they gave them something and and that's what? Yeah,
2: and I'm I'm beyond, uh, because I am, I don't know if you guys know this, I'm not an expert. Are you sure? Uh, yeah. There's a lot of experts I, I double out there. Days, yeah, there so. are, but I am not one. And so I, I call it ignorance, but when I see a report and I see these things that come in, I am in no way a uh, qualified, in my opinion, to then further analyze and break down what these... Committees and subcommittees have arrived at because they all did a hundred times more research than me and that's why even even when I do have any of these conversations i I often say in my non expert opinion, I can just go by what I presently feel I have not done the research, I, and quite honestly i'm not going to this is no. this is way outside of my purview of being an expert in these conversations and these topics, I'd like to know what I'm talking about to have the conversation, but I'm not going to be breaking down uh, the this, the differences between the, the two nanimals and the 2.6 nanimals and the 3.0 uh in terms of the testosterone levels and what they mean at various, like all of that. It's just that's way outside of my purview. And that's not to say I don't care. It's just to say I don't want to get caught up. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to get caught up in those conversations that I'm not an expert in. So no matter what my personal opinions are, they're always qualified with just that as being my personal opinion and my non-expert personal opinion. A lot of people think their opinions (laughs) are, in fact, facts, but that's not necessarily the case. I know enough of what I don't know to say this is just my personal opinion as a non-expert. And that's how I usually move forward with this entire conversation when talking about somebody. I, I get asked all the time, obviously, what my um, opinions or my perspective mm-hmm. it is. And I always start with my non-expert opinion says this. yeah. And so, you could take that and throw that out the window, and I'm good with that. Yeah. I'm not an expert, and I don't claim to be.
3: <laughs> like... There's a lot of things I'm, I'm I would consider. There's not a lot. There's a few things I would consider myself an expert on. This is not nearly one of them. <laughs> but I, I do trust the PDGA. I trust the medical committee. Um, I, I trust the secret sub medical committee. Whatever w- 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 whatever it is. Um, and, and and again, our board of directors was not tasked with doing the research; they were tasked with looking at the results. So, I think I think that is a a, a clean distinction. So, I can understand why the votes came in the way they did. So,
2: okay, so that uh, and I think one thing we are seeing just on a, a little higher level of all this is uh, I can see right now, as I'm looking at pdj.com, you can go out and you can see the minutes from the fall summit in yeah. 2022. There's a PDF document that's right there. They, you can actually see the last uh, all of the last uh, previous meetings when you're looking at the 2022 September teleconference, the August teleconference, July, so on and so forth. Those are all posted. And then they have approved minutes from all of 2021's board meetings, all listed right there on the website. I know a lot of people, and I'm going to say this in a very generic sense. A lot of people say that, you know, things are behind closed doors and, or there's no transparency.
3: I disagree.
2: I, I, I'm saying stuff is out there. You have to just sometimes take two seconds to look for it. Well, where is it? I can't find it. Like two seconds of clicking around and you can find most of what you're looking for. You just have to put in like two seconds Budget worth of and board
3: meetings. Those are the two things. That's are that, the, the two
2: thing. things everybody wow. looks for. And 99 out of 100 times they're out there and they're available a couple of clicks will get you there it's not they're not trying to hide it and it's not hidden or privileged information (laughs) it's available and that that is whether you're for or against any conversation piece within the PDGA I will tell you that stuff is almost always out there and it's just a couple clicks away. You don't think there's some big conspiracy theory about them trying to hide something from you. You just have to be able to click like once or twice without a board member like leaning over your shoulder and holding your hand and holding the mouse.
3: So going back to the, the sorry, the initial a side note, the, the whole thing was a side note compared to what we were talking about. So you think that the PDGA will be viewed better now than they were two months ago. How about the DGPT? Because the DGPT technically did not have um they went along with the PDGA, so they were never, I feel, held to the same, I don't want to say same standard, but same uh, ire that the PDGA was. So do you think that this helped, this decision helped or hurt the DGPT?
2: I would say it either is held the same or it is slightly increased. Do you think? Would it, be my guess. Again, okay. yeah, I'm just going off a, a of what the... A, a relation, I don't know if that's cause effect, correlation, whatever that is, to say that if if more people seem to have this opinion and then we're implementing policy that fits with that aligns with more the majority of people's opinions i'm going to assume with that you're going to find a slight increase in uh the favorability of them that the people that are implementing said policy okay. i mean, i i think that ju- i think that's just obvious but i i could be dead wrong in my non expert opinion <laughs>
3: I mean, we should just put that as a tag at the beginning of our podcast every show. Just, know. just have that as you know, welcome to Smashbox. Our non-expert expert, expert opinion is dot dot dot, stuff. and then just open up the show.
2: All I right. mean, that that's. I, do do you feel there is going to be a an inverse? Uh, I think
3: I, I think there would be a slight inverse um, for the DGPT, and it's hard. It's okay. hard for me to step outside my own bias, but. Um, because I don't feel that the the DGPT was ever held to the same um, standard, I don't want to say standard, as the PDGA, because this is a PDGA decision, that the DGPT, you know, again, like I said, no one was holding this against the DGPT because this is a PDGA rule. But now that the PDGA laid down a rule and the PDGA, or now that the PDGA laid down a rule and the DGPT followed it, I feel that this only, this this. I don't think this could help. The DGBT much. I think it could only hurt the DGPT. and I don't think it's much. To be fair, I, I think it's very slight, if anything, and that's based purely on public perception. Um, uh, the only other thing I wanted to ask about this this survey was, uh, in general, live versus post. If you're talking about a plugged in, I don't want to get into the pros and cons by any means. Please don't fucking start with me there. Um, if you're talking about a plugged in segment, like who took the survey, how many in general, do you think more people watch live or do you think still more people are watching post with live? I,
2: I'm I think, okay. I think the largest majority of viewers are now watching post and some live. Okay.
3: That's what I think. I think that in general is correct. I yes. don't know if that's necessarily who took what, the survey. Yeah, I don't know if that's who took the survey because, again, I think the survey is for people who are relatively plugged into the, um, the thing because I don't remember what they, how many people took the survey. It was like 1,200 or something like that. This,
2: this Ultra World survey? Yeah,
3: because I think it was all tied into the last survey as well. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I do love this type of survey and I hope they continue to do it year after year because just as a, um, a, a fan of stats and nerd, nerdism, um, I would love to see the changes in our fandom how they how they tend to trend. You know, even sure. even, even you know not even just the post versus live stuff because we all know live is kind of trending up. Um, post, I don't know what post is doing. because I'm not involved. I don't know if it's trending up, trending flat, trending down. I I don't know. Um, I know live is trending up, but I also really want to see how the survey responded to players. Like, can you watch who is on the upswing? Like taking a look at, let's say, like Gannon Burr. Can you look at his favorability rating and say, oh, wow, look at in 2022, he had a 6.8 or whatever the number was. And, and it moves, you know, 2023, 2024, 2025. And it just keeps moving up until it drops down. So I'm, I'm excited to kind of look at the the, the survey for the pros and watch that progress. So, I hope it's something that they can continue to to move with. So, just for it gives us crap to talk about in the off season too.
2: Yeah, I mean, this is really interesting. When you, I am just now clicking on it, but it's really interesting to see, as you are saying, some of the demographics of the survey. Uh, one thing <laughs> it showed it was that ninety four point nine percent of the respondents were male to four four point two, so that is almost. I'll say even double what our, our typical PDGA uh, participation is when it comes to uh overall membership. I think we hover in the eight, seven, eight, ten ish uh, so percent of so it was ha- uh, PDGA it was, members FBL are, was are half
3: of what normally our Yeah.
2: So the respondents here were yeah, half of mm-hmm. even half of that already seemingly low ten percent. So uh I guess that kinda ultimately fits in line uh with what we're seeing. So yeah.
3: Good stuff. Thank you Altaworld. Um I like uh, that we have someone out there doing stuff like this.
2: Yeah. It's
3: um Yeah, it's good stuff. All right, Terry. My next question. <laughs> Do you
2: have HBO Max? I don't. This is why oh. I don't watch anything that's ah. a- essentially I don't watch anything that's not Netflix. Ah. White Lotus. Exact White
3: Lotus is so good. You would I like have, it. I have
2: never, I, to be like fair, it. I've never looked into acquiring any other way or doing anything. We've kind of sort of had talks about various I, I, I logins. I never remember. I have, I have essentially, I think I have Amazon prime video cause I have Amazon prime. Yeah, but there's nothing on it. Is there anything on that? No, exactly. And I don't know if, if that's easy, yeah, it's probably easy to download and take with you. No. But no, if it's not Netflix, I don't have it. And Terry, the only oh, time fine. I watch Netflix stuff is when I'm on a plane.
3: Fine. Never mind then, Terry. Cause what, so I, White Lotus, I'm not on board I with. I think you would like the, it. Uh, that's the only reason why I mentioned it. My wife and I are through now season two. There's only two seasons. Um, It's really good, and I think you would like it, which is why... I suggested it. Yeah.
2: One of these days, probably, maybe, sort of, I'll get around to it. Uh, And yes, some people absolutely missed the joke, as I see you guys referencing in the chat, missed the joke I made this weekend, talking about, I didn't want to watch the World Cup uh, (laughs) (laughs) live, so don't spoil it. I want to watch it in post-production. Someone, I think Disc Golf Fanatic or somebody, of course, then took that post, brought it to Reddit, then part of Reddit lit me up, uh, seemingly, I quit reading about halfway through because I was just like, this is pointless, but Reddit then lit me up. You know, calling me all sorts of names and blah, 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 blah. And what everyone always does. Nothing I
3: haven't called you. Uh, exactly.
2: And and then some people got it. They're like, no, Terry was joking. And I'm like, yes, I was joking. My next post said I was joking. My next post three minutes later said it was so, all a joke. And if you couldn't read through the dripping
3: sarcasm. Uh, yeah. So you did not watch any World Cup.
2: I literally, and, and I'm not saying this to brag, but I literally watched zero minutes and zero seconds of the entire World Cup. I hear the final event game <laughs> match was I, amazing. The greatest ever. Mark, what's not Mark Messier. Messier. I'm to call Mark Messier. Uh, Messier now has the most liked post ever on Instagram, and I think that's all awesome. I, I truly am happy for the people that give a shit. I'm just not one of them, and I'm not ripping on anyone that cares at all. I'm just saying
0: I don't care. I don't know if this is a hot take or not.
3: Penalty kicks are stupid. Dumb. Deciding your... PKs? I saw
2: a lot of talk
3: about PKs. Deciding your champion, your biggest event on on, on kicks that are, it feel like 80% go in. I, I don't know. I hate it in general. So my experience with the final World Cup match was I turned it on a couple minutes in. And it was like one nothing Argentina. Suddenly, I walk away, do a couple things, come back, two nothing Argentina. I was like, all right, cool. Argentina's probably got this one. Um, go and do a bunch of stuff around the house, come back. And I don't know if I'm just dumb luck. Turn it on. Within moments, suddenly it was like, oh, France scored. It's one to two. Like, cool.
0: Walk away, come back. Literally,
3: it was a minute and 33 seconds between the two goals. And I watched the first one. When I walked away and came back, it was two. I literally walked into the other room. How many times I got to tell you a soccer man, you can't walk away. Can't. All that action, all that scoring. <laughs> it was it's two, just, two it's nonstop. And it's so just then nonstop. at that point, I was like, oh, this is interesting. Now, two, two, I'll sit down and watch. Ah. I think I watched the last six or seven minutes. And it was tied. And then they're like, Cool. We're going to like a 15- or 30-minute playoff. And I went, fuck that. And I turned it off. And apparently, it went to a playoff. They each scored. And then it went to penalty kicks. And all I keep thinking is, like, you're going to decide. Are to- they true penalty kicks? Or are they, like, sudden death
2: kicks? Like, I mean, I'll, I, for, excuse my ignorance. What's, I, I that's what difference. I'm saying. Is it truly a like? It, it's it's sudden death kicks basically okay. it, it, whatever and I think they're just the same as penalty I just, it, kicks. I I I only ask that because calling it a penalty kick Implies. if it's like a sudden death kick feels stupid. But maybe they're called penalty kicks. I, I, I don't know. I don't know either. The board can
3: tell me. The board oh, will I light am. us up. Um, <laughs> and so I turned it off and then I turned it on as Argentina was like celebrating. Um, they were all hugging each other. It was after the goal. It was the, the, the 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 match was over. Um, and I see people crying and hugging and i was like oh oh all right cool argentina won and i'm not a soccer person but i just think like i don't like deciding and i understand soccer's tough you don't score very often like that could go a long time but i feel like at some point someone's gonna get tired someone's gonna make that kick you you just is that any difference than a field goal and yeah just does the does the nfl just after after mm-hmm. overtime, line you up and say, all right, we're going to kick 40-yard field goals till someone wins. No, yeah, be, they don't. That'd be, that'd be fun. It would be <laughs> kind of different. But no, like that's how I feel soccer is. And it's like, no, you keep get your ass on the pitch. You keep playing until someone kicks the ball into that thing when there's a defender in place. Because when oh. it, cause when you just have a bunch of dudes lined up and there, it's one against the goalie. I don't like that. I want to see someone actually score and, uh, and by C- I mean, I won't see it because I'm not watching. Is this so it not doesn't the same?
2: Matter. Again, excuse my. ignorance. And it's, hockey
3: kind of does this. Too. I was just going
2: to say, is this not the same as a shoot off? It is in uh, in that ice hockey. I,
3: thing. I think it's pretty much the same thing. It seems like a similar concept. It feels that way, but I just I just feel like you, you should be <laughs> playing. You should be playing the game until someone kicks it in fair and square. Not just start lining people up.
2: <laughs> so these guys are 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 not loving our uh our ignorance. <laughs> and i This would admit. be like explaining baseball to someone completely ignorant to it. 100%. You're right. How difficult is it? There's there's, <laughs> one, there's <laughs>
3: one ball and yeah. I
2: don't know. Anyway, again I I
3: I, I have, just don't I have, like their tiebreaker. Methods. I
2: have lessened my my overall takes on sports <laughs> that I don't know or understand to like. I'm happy that they're great and they're, they're they're world unifying or or uh, diversifying either way. However you look at it, yeah. like that's all great. I literally had in the back of my head last week during our after show. I was thinking to myself. I'm just going to ask: Is the World Cup still going on? I genuinely didn't know that sure. answer was that was clearly answered shortly thereafter, because um, that's that's just uh, where I'm at with it. And it clearly was amazing for so many people that enjoyed it. Like there was so much excitement by so many people on Facebook, and I've learned to embrace that and think that's awesome. It's just it's not my excitement. And that's yeah.
3: like if I were to write the rules of soccer the overtime rules <laughs> yes it yes. would go you, you you do like a whatever you've never played soccer right not not but, outside of gym class not outside of gym class okay, like just on. like casually with my kid whatever but okay but like, never
2: outside of gym class and you didn't play soccer never at, no, at like the no, middle school or no, grade school never, okay no, i did no, go on
3: no never uh after after regulation and by the way again still hate that they count the clock up it's yeah, stupid yeah. whatever but aside from that you go to overtime and you do a full, whatever, 15 or 30 minutes. All right, cool. Whoever scores, scores. At that point then, if both teams score, then it's sudden death. Not penalty kicks, but sudden death. First person to score wins. And at that point, then you move on. None of this penalty kick crap. Mm. None of the penalty kick crap. Yeah. Yeah, There was a local uh, sports anchor here in town who was basically i think it was many years ago he kicked goals against our uh i call it our our minor league soccer team the wave which is indoor soccer um and he had said he's like i think i can get you know six to eight goals against you and he the guy is never he was out of shape radio dude and i think he got like four goals on on him for a penalty kicks to me, that's impressive. If you get four mm-hmm. on a professional goalie... Yeah, like, that's like you, getting a hit off of an MLB uh, pitcher, right? I, I, well, I think it's, I think the soccer thing is way easier. Because yeah. it feels to me like when I watch a goalie try to block a penalty kick style thing, it's random. Like, the dude's just guessing. Yeah, they're, like, they're going right or left. You, you can, committing. To me, That's you flip a coin on winning your match then. Like, it, you're leaving the entire thing up to a goalie who's guessing. Was like, there five of these kicks? Uh, I don't know. Kicks? I don't know. I didn't watch it. I don't know. For all I know, the World Cup could have 20 of them. I don't know. I turned it on afterwards because I was busy doing other things. That's how much That's how much I got invested into the World Cup. It was cool when it was tied. When they told me there was going to be like 30 more minutes, I tapped out. I was like, yeah, no thanks. And it, I'm glad, like you said, I'm glad everyone thought it was cool. Well, super good cool thing so.
2: our, our podcast is international because yeah. we've yeah. just gained that many more haters for thinking we're dumb idiots because yeah. we don't we don't love and embrace and understand. Imagine the Paul McBeth and Aaron stuff.
3: Gossage going through like getting to getting to extra extra holes, going to a playoff, playing three or four holes, still being tied. And they're like, it's a putt off. You're going to stand at 30 feet and whoever hits more. That's how we're going to decide who wins. That's how I feel what soccer is doing. <laughs> and please yeah, go ahead and send your hate mail to John <laughs> at Smashbox.tv. Yes, <laughs> So, anyway, World Cup, congratulations, Argentina! I'm always happy to see like someone who's an icon get a championship. And that's that's if I know their name in soccer, I feel like you have to be an icon because I know like three names of soccer. I know Messier. sure, Ronaldo, and Pele. Yeah, and Pele is like a hundred years old now. Yeah. Um, I didn't know Mbappe until I watched the French match a couple, couple like a week or two ago.
2: I feel like I feel like that's a game
3: at Dave and Buster's. It might be. It might. It might be where I have to whack something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gonna play Mbappe? I think I am. So, yeah.
2: Uh, Tim's calling for. He hears the Goog is doing post production on World Cup coverage. That'd be awesome.
3: I would. I would tune in for that.
2: Yeah, just get him and him and Germ to. Uh, Get in on it. You'd be all set. Sounds like a good time for sure. Uh, (laughs) I'm going through any other updates. Uh, One, uh, A couple of people, one or two people that we may have, depending on how their schedules work out and availability. I was given the update that uh Missy Gannon and Chandler Fry have just returned from an amazing trip to Uganda with the Paul Macbeth Foundation and they have a lot of exciting things and uh we're hoping to find a way to get one or both of them possibly on the show here in the next couple of weeks and hopefully we can get some insight to that. That's gotta be I'm just assuming a a it have to be almost a life changing Uh, Trip uh, to be able to go there to spread the love of disc golf and to go there to help install course and uh, be there as part of that trip. I'm going to assume, I mean, I don't want to put words in their mouth, but I've got to assume it was pretty incredible. So we'll look to uh, get one or both of them, depending on their schedules. We'll see if we can get them lined up here in the next couple of weeks so we can get some updates from
3: them. Someone's correcting me on the board. It's not Messier. He was a hockey player. It's Messi. Okay. So I, I, I even screwed up the name. I heard of them though.
2: So, Ray says the PDGA World should go to an extra 18 holes if it ends in a tie. I'm not gonna lie, and I know you're. You know the some
3: people really want that. Some people that
2: would be pretty incredible. Uh,
3: I mean, there's there's a golf tournament. I forget which major it is. It's the U.S. Open. It's the U.S. Open that that will go to the next day and do a full round. Exactly. So I,
2: I'm not gonna lie, that would be kind of cool. And it might not be. Far-fetched now. It certainly would have been far-fetched years ago, but it may not be as far-fetched. I, I'm not calling for it or thinking it's going to happen, but it would be kind of cool. Uh, as much as I, I always say, "Hey, get things done," and blah blah blah, and we're not carrying stuff over, and it is what it is. You know, the
3: world title holds well, we, obviously. Uh,
2: we almost saw more something more weight than any other
3: title like that at Maple Hill. They were talking about doing three holes. Like no matter what happens, three holes not going. Yeah, to Yeah, and I think that's going to be. I, I will call this now. Check the tapes. Mark the tapes. Mark it.
2: That, that is going to become more common as an aggregate playoff, which, again, mm-hmm. not going to say I, I will say it. I should say I will say I don't hate that idea. I do kind of love it. I don't know why. I like I, it. I feel like it goes against a lot of uh, it goes against a lot of my other normal instincts when it comes to rules and fairness. But for You're some. You're very reason, much a I really, traditionalist. I yeah, I ve- I do really like the idea of an aggregate uh playoff taking place. And and maybe one of the arguments that could be used for it is and it's funny because now I'd have to think about individual holes and individual courses. Thinking about whether it's 18 or 1, which is usually the two most common starting spots, obviously, for a playoff, is if either one of them are are massively advantageous to a righty or a lefty that's mm-hmm. that would be my probably my largest or one of my biggest arguments for it is an aggregate playoff is if hopefully if one of those now if they're both very lefty friendly that <laughs> might be a little weird um, but you know you think of yeah uh, an aggregate playoff i i would be I would be okay with that
3: yeah i'm okay with and in fact I, i'm I would be in favor of a quote unquote mandatory three hole or four hole or five hole, whatever that number is. It's probably gonna be three.
2: Two or three, I think it, should be the number.
3: I, I think it has to be more it has to be more than two. I think I think it has to be like an odd number. Why? I don't, I, so. I don't know. Oh well, that makes no sense. I, I feel like it, doesn't it does. Have to be. It doesn't have to be anything, No, I, it doesn't I, I have to be. I it. like, I I like it, the idea look at the of the course
2: configurations. It can make a world it could it could. It, I like the idea of three. It, could vary. it feels
3: it feels right. I don't know why, <laughs> why it feels right, but it does. Um and that, again, personal opinion. And then after three holes, you then go to a sudden death. If it's still tied up at three mm-hmm. holes, then at that point you say, we're going to keep playing until someone wins. But you're right. It would depend on the three holes because you think of our pro tour elite courses and, you know, just think of DD open. They're not going to start on one, the long, no, no, no. If you're assuming you're playing a country club, they are going to start on the par five. No, no. You know, and then come back with a par four or whatever. 16 makes the most sense to start on. You play 16, 17, 18 for that particular configuration. Um, But other courses may not do that. Like, what do you do at Idlewild? What do you do at Jonesboro? Yeah, and uh, Idlewild,
2: um, you know, specifically, you think of one and then nine and how that kind of makes a loop. mm -hmm. Um or yeah. Anyway, there's a lot of different and then you look at USDGC, one, seventeen, and eighteen are the obvious, seemingly obvious loop. That's obviously what's been played in the past too, but one, seventeen, and eighteen being the loop there. And so yeah, or or you know what would be really fun? You get a couple of really, really young, solid amateurs and you bring them to the toboggan, and then you have them play one. 17 and 18 and then they do that like three times over and
3: over and over over, like you had to suffer through (laughs) for the usam title yeah that Uh, that
2: is a lot of fun as well so you could do that and to be fair that was that was sudden death they just went through it seven times you you can't blame that no uh pilcher says worlds this year shows that playoffs should be more than one hole such a massive advantage to go second when the player goes first when ob yeah, uh Ryan as long as you copy and paste that and you put it for last year's worlds in 2021 uh same concept, right? I mean
3: eh. Yeah, cuz Macbeth went second last year, not this year, last year, right? No, he
2: went or he went first. He went he went uh second. In 2021, he yeah. threw it out of bounds, and he yeah. went second this year, yes. And correct. threw it inbounds, yeah. And threw it inbounds, and that was a flip of a coin mm-hmm. that determined who went first. I, I don't know that. So, I mean, that's both that's gone both ways for him. Now he's going to have to get into another playoff to see which way.
3: <laughs> <he wants laughs> which is the better way. <laughs> I'm sure if, if you told me Paul McBeth he was going to go to a playoff in 2023, he'd take that. It's like, you have the choice of not winning or going to a playoff He's going to take the playoff 100%. Yeah, that's some that's
2: bright thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can either be guaranteed not to win, or we
3: could put you in or, a playoff. Or we'll put you in a 50% chance <laughs> between yeah, something between any person in that. the world, and I think he'll take it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that I have anything
2: else other than an, another plug. Uh, we got a couple more registrations. I don't think the snowstorm's going to entice anyone. Hopefully it'll be all shoveled and gone by then, but uh, New Year's Eve... Chaining in the new year, the final flex the is finals. coming Countdown. to you uh, over in Fairfield Park. In what round, round, round Lake Illinois? I don't know where the tournament is. I am running, but it's over at Fairfield, and we'll play the glow layout. A one round PDJ C tier flex start. I think between nine and two is when you can get signed up, and you can play. Of course, that's on. The thirty first, the final flex. So I hope to see some of you there. We got a couple more people that signed up, but would love to see more of you there. Uh I think that's about it. I'm gonna give you guys the exclusive bad news. Don't <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> tell anyone else yet. Uh I, for the first time in I think five or six years, well, since the inception, will have to be raising my disc in a box pricing. Literally for the first time ever. Uh there has been just too many price increases that I can no longer absorb those and I sound like every other email I get from manufacturers right now but there's just seriously been too many I've put it off and put it off and put it off it's probably going to be don't hold me to it hopefully just $5 difference on a uh, $85 box may go to $90 And
3: that's not a single box. That's a
2: carton. That's a hundred of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so it feels, it's truly negligible at that, you know, when you break it down on a tiny level. But I, I will say, so what with that, I'm saying if you're interested in getting some, uh, I'm going to probably have regular pricing till the end of the year. And then I feel like just having that fresh, new, terrible start to kick off the year uh is going to be the plan so i wanted to throw that out there now i'm saying this actually for the first time i keep i've i've threatened this over two or three of the price increases and then never done it and now it's i got yet another one and i just we can't do it so yeah thanks obama (laughs) and biden and trump all of them uh ray Epstein. it was all (laughs) oh
3: jesus (laughs) yeah Uh, that guy's Uh in a box right now Uh um all of them. Ray asked if I saw the end of the Patriots-Raiders uh, game. Yes, I did. It was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in prof- <laughs> professional sports. Really? Yeah. Uh, literally. Did they have a kickoff? <laughs> uh, no, they should have. They, I, I, the Patriots handed the ball off. I, I, I believe it was a handoff. It wasn't a kickoff. It was tie game. Oh. I, it, time's expiring. So yeah. they it runs out of time. They decide they're going to start playing, lateraling it back, lateraling back and forth, and the guy goes from one side of the field, tries to throw it backwards to his to his teammate. I did see barely makes it to him, ends up getting intercepted, and uh, the Raiders run in for the win on the defense, which helped me out because I had the Raiders defense playing in the one league I see? won. Um, and Way to go, Brady! It, it made no difference. It, I was going to beat my good friend Todd Kozlinscer anyway. Um, and knock him out of the playoffs. But yeah, it was just dumb. You literally could have taken a knee and gone to overtime to have, for a chance to win. And they 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 pushed it, and they lost. So I'm sure that Yuli got a good kick out of that. Because if you're a Steelers fan, you probably hate the Patriots. Just in general. So mm. that, that's awesome. But you know what? Nobody hates Terry. Free stuff. Free stuff. Giveaways. I don't know. Sounds like an entitlement program for our Smash <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right? have, it, it is, it it is. it's an is. entitlement if you sign up at patreon.com slash smashbox tv you, you are entitled son of a guns. you are entitled to a chance a chance to so win man. something um we have 155 people eligible for our giveaway tonight terry i sorted my first name because i was lazy tonight figures how uh what, what the entitled do how many numbers should i generate tonight terry
2: i think um let me see. Well, Yuli said that guy was rated nine seventeen. So nine hundred. Yuli <laughs> worked a guy. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, let's go with the third. All right, Our third
3: number. Um, the first number we generated is one thirty eight. The second number we generate is ninety. We're right in the middle. Higher or lower, Terry? Pretty. Uh, I, it's closer it's not to quite the middle, but it's, I, it's I still think it's going to gonna be higher. Let's uh, go uh, high. All right. And the number is 131. Yes. Terry nails it. Yes, again. 131. All right, let me pull up that 131 and it is Seifert Overås. Seifert. Seifert. Sorry, thank you. Seifert
2: of the Overås Disc Golf Park in Norway, also the home of the PCS Sula Open. Mm.
3: These are my peeps. I I know they are Terry. These are my peeps. Seifert, who I'm I love hoping, you, man. Seifert, I'm hoping to be able to see you maybe at PCS this I'm hoping
2: year. To see for uh, hoping yes. to Seifert you. Yes, uh, very cool. I will get something out to him. Uh, also, the most gorgeous bathroom view in the on the planet.
3: I'm just gonna say it at it PCS was. or at like Seifert's house. No, at house. Seifert's house. Okay. These
2: like you look out of this bathroom. I've posted a picture of it. You look out the bathroom. There was a rainbow overlooking a fjord uh, overlooking holes. Was uh, there a unicorn too? A 18, uh, hole 18 where uh, Barsby and Yacoub Samarad had their playoff. But beyond that, you overlook <laughs> a couple more holes. And then off in a distance, a fjord uh, a- along with uh, a rainbow. Uh, truly the most stunning bathroom view
3: So if everything goes my way this year, Seifert, I hope to use your bathroom so I too can see that view.
2: Yes, it is. uh, It is definitely incredible. So uh, Seifert, we hope you're well over there in Norway. Uh, (laughs) uh, I'm so blessed to have (laughs) these stories and these experiences uh, so that I can share that with you guys. It's, um, yes, beautiful. Uh, Double Ds, I've been to your private course. Bathroom view is not as nice. I'm not going to lie. It's in the... Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but if you get a chance, you should reach out to him as well and uh, see if you can get yourself a round of golf over at Double D's Disc Golf in Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, he says probably not. Not quite as nice. I'm just saying, you, how do you beat a fjord, really? Like with a with a rainbow? I don't know.
3: I don't know the answer to that. I don't?
2: You don't. It's, it's simply uh It's simply it. You don't. All right, guys, let's close it down. We want to thank you guys. Holy cow. We got one more in 2022. One more episode in 2022. Of course, do. that's going to be next week on the what would be the what 27th. As we're just flipping over the into the midnight hour here. But uh, the 27th, that'll be our last one. And we should come up with something special. F- I don't have anything. But if you are lonely and you're missing us, this uh, this Christmas, I believe Scott Stokely is putting together yet his third annual Christmas holiday podcast video check-in. He's got a ton of great pros lined up. Make sure that you tune into that. Uh, I think he's going to check in with a whole bunch of people. So... Certainly, you know, we've got this incredible disc golf family all around the country and all around the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, So nobody should be alone. If you want to hear or listen to disc golf, Scott Stokely, or rewind any of the previous 433 episodes, we're right there, snuggled up right next we'll be right with next you. to you we're always warm and cozy uh have a great hanukkah christmas holiday all that stuff of course we'll be here before the new year but until then uh enjoy all those times with loved ones be safe stay warm do all that good stuff thanks to paul for joining us on the regular show for johnny v i'm terry miller the disc golf guy that's smashbox tv's podcast 434's after
0: show we'll see you next week when you step inside the smashbox